Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Young and Empowered Podcast. My name is Kalina, and today I'm here with Catherine Page. Catherine, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm so excited to be on this. It's going to be so fun. Awesome. I'm so good. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, so tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you got started. Okay. Well, this is actually a little bit funny. Um, so my mom took me to Unlock the Secrets about, what now, seven months ago? Awesome. And yeah. Russell Brunson event kind of for kids intro into the business world. And I'd always known that I wanted to have a business because I grew up, both of my parents are entrepreneurs. So I feel like that's kind of always been something that's been ingrained in me and something that I've wanted to pursue. Gotcha. But I always thought that you need to first go to college and get your degree and then have a bunch of experience. So I was like, oh, I'll do that when I'm 30 or whatever. And my mom tells me about this dude named Russell Brunson. <laughs> has a yeah. Oh, it's so funny. When she said he was like, his company was funnels. I literally thought this dude had a manufacturing plant in China <laughs> that made funnels. I was oh so my confused. Gosh, that's crazy. It was so funny. I think I learned what he actually did, like on the plane there. That's <laughs> hilarious. I was, that was kind of how I got started similar yeah. to that too. Also, my mom took me to Funnel Hacking Live in Orlando oh, years ago. And I was like, I had no clue who Russell Brunson was. I thought it was Richard Branson who owns Virgin <laughs> Airlines. I was like, what? We're going to, what are we doing? I was so confused. I had no clue what funnels was. So I totally get that. And um, so you grew up with entrepreneurial parents. Um, yes. So what was it about Unlock the Secrets that like kind of made your mindset shift so that you're like, oh, I want to start a business now? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, um, I went to one of my friends before the event, like a couple hours before I went to, um, one of my friend, Jamie Atkinson's, my mom was in his podcasting group gotcha. and we went to one of his like mastermind things before. And I was mm -hmm. kind of just sitting there like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And it was so funny. Me and my mom, I was taking notes on this like note page. I, we were sharing it and I was literally like typing. I was like, can you say this for me? <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, is this right? And then um, I started talking because I just got an idea and I was like, I was like, I could do something teaching kids. Mm -hmm. And then I was kind of typing it to her and then she's like, no, you ask it. And then it was, it was so funny. Um, and then I finally started talking about it and I was like, well, what if I did something teaching this stuff to kids? And then people started chiming in and giving me like really good advice. And that kind of was where I first saw that having a business without a degree at a young age is like a tangible thing. And then even just going into the event and kind of Russell made it seem, seeing so many other like-minded people and having Russell kind of break down funnels in a way that's made it so much easier to understand, I feel like. And it made it just like applicable to real life. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. And um, what did your friends react to it? Like, were they supportive of it? Cause I know when I went to my first funnel hacking live, all my friends were like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, that was when I kind of started my entrepreneurial journey and that's what really got me into it. I was raised around it, but just like you said, that's what got me into it. So what did your friends think? It was actually kind of interesting. I came back and I was so excited and I was like, like Russell says, like techno babble was pouring out of my mouth and they had yeah. no they had no idea what I was saying and like 
I was trying to explain to them what a funnel was. And I was so excited because like last month they finally got what I meant. And I was, oh my goodness. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. And then I was like, because before they, they were all supportive of it. Because I think, yeah, that's just, they're great people. I love them to death. Um, But they were always supportive of me, but I don't think they really, until a little bit ago, got like that I'm actually going and doing this and kind of what that I am doing. Gotcha. For people to understand kind of the two worlds. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. So do you go to public school? Yes, I go to Brentwood Middle School. (laughs) Nice. Um, (laughs) So is it hard to balance going to school and having your business? Most definitely. I mean, school already, that's like eight hours, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's like a job. It is like a job. It's insane. And then, well, I play travel volleyball too. So oh, nice. For that, for about, well, we have to get there early and drive. So like what, three days a week for about two and a half, three hours. A wow. Day. And then we have tournaments on the weekends, which are away. So that's kind of hard. And I feel like school um, isn't, I feel like they don't really build school to be balanced with other things. Right. I think school they expect that that's like your main focus that's all you want to do and I feel like with all of like the tests and the homework and it's like I have six other classes it's like (laughs) but yeah yeah no school is like it's insane like none of the kids until the point where you're 18 you don't ever like 99% of the kids don't ever get out into the real world or like experience real things because society has told us that we're supposed to be consumed with school and that that's oh, yeah. what we're supposed to do until the age of 18. And so, yeah, it's just like crazy when like I'm homeschooled now, but when I went to school that none of my friends had ever thought about starting a business <laughs> or thought about like getting out oh, yeah. into the world more. Um, so were, did you get any hate? Did you receive any like was anybody like judgmental about it? Um, well actually no nothing major yet, but a little bit um when I would tell people what I was doing, they wouldn't really take me seriously and be like I remember we were talking to somebody who's like a good family friend of ours and they're like they're like, Oh, that sounds like such a fun hobby, but what's mm-hmm. your backup plan for when it doesn't work? And I was like, What? what's that supposed to mean yeah and even I think some people think I think people just don't you don't get the whole environment unless you're immersed in it so I feel like that's just kind of hard yeah for sure and I think people are like really afraid of uncertainty like I had that happen to me once where um one of my mom's friends was like well don't (laughs) you think you should go to college just you know, just in case it doesn't work out. Cause you know, you still need to pay the bills. And I'm exactly. like, but it's not a just in case. It's like, it's this like is the thing. This is, this is what I'm doing with my life. This is how I'm going to make this work. So yeah, it's, it's like, this yeah. is, this is what we're consumed about. Did you exactly. ever hear, um, like I know when I was younger or my entire life, um, and Russell talks about this, like we hear this calling as entrepreneurs to do Mm -hmm. something bigger or um, to impact the world. Did you get that? Um, Did you ever get that like calling for something more? Yeah, I think I've always, I've always wanted to do something to help other people and like kind of 
leave, leave a legacy of helping people. I've always, mm-hmm. I've always kind of wanted to do that and make an impact. I feel like most people kind of want to impact others. I mean, that's kind of the common thing, but I kind of realized like after kind of unlock the secrets and getting into the whole funnel world, I realized that how much that calling really pulled me. So gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, how much did it, how much influence did your parents have on you with that? Are they supportive of you or were they oh, yeah. for sure? Yeah. Oh, That's awesome. My mom is like, she's so supportive of this and she's helped me through all of it, even with her having her own podcast and my dad's, my dad's a total numbers dude, and he's helped me with all of that kind of stuff. And I think that's probably one of the things that's made this like a thing that I can do just because my parents are so supportive. Um, Yeah, they're just the best. And there's so many other people, like not even my parents that are just so nice and supportive. And it's just, it's different. What was it like being in that ClickFunnels, like funnel hacker community? Mm -hmm. Whenever I go to those big events, it's so like, you feel so much love and support there. So what is it like for you to, um, like when you went to unlock the secrets versus when you go to school, what is the different like two communities like for you? Oh, I think one of the core things in like, kind of like you said, the ClickFunnels entrepreneur community is people have, people have so much ambition and like desire to go out and do things. Yeah. And that's, even at school, I know I'm kind of just like trying to get through the day. Like I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. I feel like school's kind of, that's kind of how it's structured. And I think that even in funnel people are so supportive and wanting to help others. And like everybody, like I said, they kind of, everybody's so ambitious and is like wanting to go help the world. And at school, it's kind of like, I just want to get my homework done and go. Yeah. Yeah. Have you gotten your friends into it? Like you said, you were like speaking techno babble to them. So have you gotten them into funnels yet? I have a little bit. I'm, I'm gradually, I'm gradually going to kind of immerse them in this without them knowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like invite them onto your podcast. Like, Hey, oh, yeah, they do an interview. It's so funny. They wanted to be like special guests on it. And they're like, Ooh, can we have a thing on it? And I was like, you people are kind of psychopaths. I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. So funny. All like, they're going to be, um, well, when I launch my course, they're going to be my beta people. <laughs> so I'm going to really? send through it to see because if they can understand it and they have like pretty much, they haven't been to anything funnels. I feel like then anybody can. And I think it's just, they've kind of like gotten used to me talking about it and they're really supportive and they'll like, kind of helped me along with it. And I think they're just kind of excited for me too, which is a really good thing to have. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. When you got into this community, was it hard for you to like understand all the concepts and understand all the techno babble? It's kind of like drinking, like Russell makes this analogy a lot. It's like trying to drink out of a fire hydrant. It's so confusing. Oh, and especially I feel like after my mind had been like diluted with so much school, it was so hard for me in the first year just to grasp everything was it like that for you oh yeah I think um actually I think going to unlock the secrets because it was an event like for kids Mm -hmm. I think that helped a lot because there's literally like a 500 page workbook that we went through for like three days Mm -hmm. and I think the first day I think I was very confused I was like 
hmm, who would be talking about like, who will be talking about their, um, their like conversion rates. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good. Yeah. Like um, conversion rates. I was so confused the first day. I literally was like, oh, it was insane. But I think going through that, like having Russell teach everything, it was like bit by bit. And it was this giant workbook and it kind of broke everything down. And I think that helped me understand things by the end of the event to the point where I could be talking to people like about their conversion rates or going to even funnel hacking live. Like I could like, I understand everything now just because of how well it was broken down. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. What do you think the importance of those events are for kids? Like, having a mentor and someone to look up to, do you think that's, how valuable is that to you? Immensely, honestly. Um, I think it's so cool even just to see people going and doing it. Like, and I've met, I think it's so cool to have people that, like, believe in you and are like supporting you like I know I even was talking like it's so cool just to have people like in your corner I think so many people pretty much everybody I've met has been like so supportive and nice and they're like it's just so cool to be able to talk to people like even in that community people are so like generous and giving because nowadays people like rank everything by titles yeah and even like I would just go interview people and they'd be so helpful and nice like I was so funny during um, Funnel Hacking Live, me and Parker Woodward just like kind of left during the awards thing and I went and interviewed him. It was so cool that people were just like That's so awesome. open, you know? Yeah. And willing to help. Everybody is so supportive. They all want to see you succeed and it's just a different That's type of energy. Of yeah. Who is one person other than Russell that you look up to as a role model? That's hard. There's a lot of people. Um, (laughs) I think, well, there's kind of two sides to that. I think one is definitely my mom, just because she's such a strong person and she's like, she's gone through like a lot of stuff, but she's always come out better on the other side. And I think that she's helped so many people, like people I know that went through her teacher training, like at the end, they're like, I've been trying to get off my depression medication for years and they're like I just stopped it yeah and I think she gets like so many letters of people that she's helped and I feel like that's something I really want to do and even like there's people in the funnel hacking community like I was talking to Catherine Jones the other day and I yell at Shipley and I think they're just such like even like everybody that I've interviewed I think like it's kind of like what I want to be when I grow up I guess like just such amazing people like yeah, or what you want to be now, even. Yeah, I think I kind of, like, as I get older, those are kind of, like, I want to maintain those values and kind of be like those people, just how open and understanding, like, help how they're all helping me, like, I think even, like, I was talking to Robbie Summers the other day, and it was, like, he was so open and, like, focused on helping people. I think that's something that I really want to make sure that I'm, like, internalizing as I go through this. Yeah. Do you think you were born with that kind of mindset? Like you wanted to help people and you wanted to be an entrepreneur or do you think that your parents like um, kind of taught you to have this very intelligent mindset that you have now? Do you think you were just born with that or do you think it's like a lot of your environment and 
your parents doing? I love this. Like, I love the born versus learned entrepreneur thing. I love this question so much. Um, (laughs) I kind of think almost a little bit of both. Like, I think me and I know a lot of other people kind of just want to like leave a legacy and go help people. But Mm -hmm. I think my parents being so supportive and kind of being entrepreneurs themselves, I think like my mom with her yoga studio, my dad, like a consultant for metals companies in like Germany. And I think like they were so supportive of it. I think that kind of helped nurture that mindset to grow with me. Cause I know a lot of the times like school and society says that you need to just like walk on a straight line and you need to be in single file and everybody has to be the same. And I think that having people that can like help foster that mindset of wanting to go make a difference and be different and go help people is something that is really important. Gotcha. Is there any challenges that you've had to overcome or face with that mindset that you want to be different? Because I know when I went to school, like I've never been able to fit in a box or I've, I was like, I never did good in school when I went to like a private school. Um, and I would never really fit in a box. And a lot of people didn't like that. And, um, like, yeah, my teachers didn't like that. So did you, did you ever get that at all? Um, I think, well, I haven't really, I don't know if a lot of people have like gotten the whole funnel concept that I'm doing. Cause I'm just kind of introducing it more like in the next couple of weeks. Gotcha. Um, but I think that the people that do know what I'm doing, like, I feel like it's a little hard because there's not really anybody else doing funnels at PMS, but I think having like, I have like my core, like my best friends are so supportive. And I think that's helped me a lot to be able to go with this and kind of go with it anyways, even not knowing what people are going to say. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really, really cool. And the power of your circle is real. Like, Oh yeah. Are who you hang around with. And mm-hmm. I mean, like it's so parents cool. tell me all the time how their kids go to public school and their kids never are around oh, like, yeah. entrepreneurial mindsets or like any positive mindsets. And then they, oh, yeah. and then they're complaining because their kids don't want to like be an entrepreneur or do anything. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm like, well, look at the people they're surrounded with. There's like, this really cool quote and it says, um, you're an average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think yeah. that plays a lot into things. Cause even if you think that that's not going to affect you, it always is. And even public schools, like I don't really have anything against them, but they're not really made for entrepreneurial people. I know right. my high school finally got like an entrepreneurship thing for 11th and 12th grade, but I was like, Oh really? Yeah. They got an entrepreneurship center and it's cool. They have, um, they're doing this thing where people can like, it's like a mini Shark Tank thing where people can like pitch ideas and get like. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, but that's I think really interesting. Yeah, I think even though like people in school aren't really entrepreneurial, so I think you need to start that mindset earlier and make sure mm-hmm. that people like have an outlet for that kind of thing before it dissipates. Mm-hmm. So, do you like school? Um, it kind of depends. I like my friends in school. <laughs> gotcha. But I feel like. I mean, I have a teacher who's here who kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it was so funny. My entire class would, like, 
fail a quiz and she'd be like if you listened you want to do it and I was like if you taught it we wouldn't fail yeah I'm not gonna go on a rant about that but I think (laughs) I have teachers that are like really good too and good people and I think that school I don't know I think it's not really made for me because I'm just kind of different in that way and I'd rather go out into the world and start a business than well yeah and equations school is like it's all these old concepts and it hasn't evolved at all and like all the curriculum we're learning is like 50 to 100 years old and yeah decades old and it Mm -hmm. hasn't evolved at all to fit our modern society or our modern world so it's like oh yeah how do you put all these kids in these boxes that's like it hasn't evolved so exactly and like even jobs and like how this world is functioning is changing so much there's so much more like internet marketing like click funnels has gotten so ginormous in the past what five years it's exploded and like everything around us is changing like the way people do business jobs are changing there's so many new opportunities and it's not the same as like you said 50 or 100 years ago but they're keeping the same curriculum it's like you don't train for a 5k the same way you would train for a marathon yes exactly that's like so spot on yeah because it's just they're doing things to prepare you for one thing, but then they want you to go out and be successful at another. Right. And it's like, they're teaching you like math and English and all these things. And then they expect you to go apply it into the world and go be successful in the world, but they're not teaching you about how to actually be successful in the world. Like you don't know how to go cash a check or you don't know how to like- Right, exactly. Do taxes. Exactly. Yeah. I find it really strange because I have a lot of friends from Europe. Like one of my good friends is from Finland and Mm -hmm. I think Finland is like in the top 10 of um, top rated countries for education. And in Europe, in some high schools, they go into like, it's like college where you like learn about what you want to do in life. And I've always just been like, why don't we do that in America? Like exactly. That'd be so that would change the course of everything. And I think if people could just have like outlets to go explore that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, what is one piece of advice that you would give a teen or a kid that wants to get started into entrepreneurship? Go for it. Honestly, I think taking imperfect action is something that I've really struggled with because I always get so much like anxiety about things being perfect and what people would say but I think if somebody isn't gonna support you with what you do that's not the person you want to be around so Mm -hmm. I think just take your idea and run with it because so many people are saying oh I wish I knew about funnels or business when I was your age and I was yeah it's like it's insane if you just take your run with it and I yeah yeah and I also like I say this all the time to my mom and she's like, stop saying that, Kalina. But I'm like, everything is learnable, right? Like everything's out there. You just have to search for it. And yeah, I get that all the time too. People are like, you're so lucky. Like you're in this community at such a young age. And I'm like, you can too. Yeah. Like everybody has the same opportunities. We we have different challenges in, in life, obviously, but we all can 
we we all can get to the same place in life like everything's figure outable and I know that's terrible grammar but (laughs) you know everybody has the same 24 hours in a day it's just a matter of how you use them exactly yeah what do you think is the greatest thing about being a young entrepreneur and like we kind of just answered it but yeah I think a well I think I kind of have two answers to this I think a just being able to get started earlier and kind of have a different perspective on the world because I feel like younger people take a lot more risks mm, like yeah go into like and we're able to oh yeah and it's like it makes it so much easier to do that like I know people would go into like a nine-to-five thinking it's a safer job than being an entrepreneur but really you're just working your whole life to make somebody else rich but yeah that <laughs> And I saw this statistic the other day where it's so funny. I actually talked about that on my podcast episode that's going on, right? Or that's uploading today. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's this statistic that says the average American dies by the age of 70, not A's, and the average American retires at the age of 60. So you have like 10 years to actually do what you want. And people are like, exactly. A nine to five is the way to go. I'm like, no 10 years to like actually do what you want to do in life and then die exactly and it doesn't make any sense way to live no it's not and like I would rather take the risk and then fail doing what I want to do than like have security oh yeah in a job that I hate you if you don't take the risk you're always gonna live with like the regret. And I really, right. I don't want to, I don't think I could even do that. And I think if you go for it, like there's so many people even being like a young entrepreneur that are so supportive and like just amazing people. And I think that, um, that's just like, there's always going to be people that aren't going to get what you're going to do, but there's always going to be people that are going to be so supportive and amazing too. So you may as well take that risk. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's always tomorrow, you know, like you can always fail as many times as you want. Fail failure is the biggest way to success. So failure is the only way you know. Failure is the only way that you can find what works. Cause yeah, unless you're like insanely lucky and I'm not a very lucky person. (laughs) Um you aren't gonna get it on the first try. Like honestly. Yeah. I think people don't really realize that failure is a good thing. There's so much negative connotation to that word. Yeah. You have to fail forward and you have to like fail faster. And um, did you hear Tom bill you at Funnel Hacking Live this year? I loved that. It was so funny. I'd seen him. I'd watched some of his videos before, but I was like, this can't be the same person. And then he walked on stage and I was like, this is the same person. I was like, wow. I know. I was so excited. He was so brilliant. I think he was one of my favorite people who spoke at Funnel Hacking Live. And he talk he talks about like becoming um like anti-fragile, I think he's what he said. And yeah, I think so too. um like just totally rearranging your perspective of fear to where it's like oh, a yeah. good thing and failure is like your number one motivator. It was so brilliant. I loved I love that kind of I love this whole perspective on everything. I think it kind of is like a lot of people won't look at things from that angle. And I think that's kind of the, that can kind of sometimes be the angle you look at something could be the determining factor in like if it's going to succeed or not. Oh yeah, 
Totally. And also like just how we talked about with like how most people view a nine to five as security, but then flip your perspective around. And it's like, actually that's the riskier way to live because you're risking like having living with regret for the rest of your life. Yeah. And not doing what you actually want to do in life. Yeah. It's like, if you're not providing value, you could be like, this is going to sound really mean, but it's like, it's good. I'm like totally (laughs) blunt on this podcast. So I'm, I'm like such a blunt person. Then it's like, I don't, and sometimes I don't know. And I'm like, if this is somebody who sugarcoats thing, I really don't want to be that person. No. Yeah. (laughs) I think like that's, if you are providing value, you can be replaced. I think Mm. people don't view it that way. People only view, people always want to climb the ladder and get to the top, even if that means stomping on people on your way up. But Mm -hmm. I think people don't, people don't think past that. Like you aren't always, Robbie Summers talked about this um, on an interview the other day. He said, like, you aren't always going to stay at the top. So you may as well help other people get there because nobody's going to stay number one. No, it's not. And I've seen so many people get to the top and then like the funny thing about it is their ego is actually what like takes them off the top. Oh yeah. Like people, they they get this huge feeling of like they're so powerful and they get on this power trip and then it actually does the reverse and it like it ruins their entire business. It. Yeah. It totally like that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I think people like, oh, thank you. Um, people, if you aren't going to enjoy the journey, why are you going to take the trip? Like, yeah, exactly. And people, so many times, like, they ruin the journey because they fantasize so much about the outcome. Like, the outcome. And they, like, they have this picture in their mind of what the outcome is supposed to be. And then they never actually learn to enjoy the journey. And then yeah. the journey becomes miserable. And then they get mm-hmm. to the outcome and they're like, this is it. Like I'm here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is so great. What do I do now? It's exactly. like, exactly. And it's like, to, even if you think about it, I kind of, I sort of think about that in this way, kind of as an analogy. Um, it's like you're driving, let's say you're driving to, I don't know, some sort of monument or something. And there could be so much beautiful, like if you're in the woods, there could be so much beautiful scenery past you, but you're just looking straight forward and you're Mm going to miss all of it. And that's going to make that drive absolutely miserable. For sure. How did you get to that point where you were like, you know what, like who cares about the outcome? I'm just going to enjoy the journey. Cause that's something I've had to overcome and like struggle with a lot because I am a very outcome focused person. Me too. So how do you like ever feel like you're failing and do you ever get those thoughts of like, oh my gosh, I should just quit now? Yes. Oh my gosh. I literally like a couple days ago, I had to go to volleyball and I was trying, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I have interviews to do. And I was like, I'm not prepared. (laughs) And I was, I had a whole mental breakdown, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) And then I was like, I was kind of, my mom, I think she helped me with that a lot. Um, Cause she's, she's, she's from California and she owns a yoga studio. So she's kind of like, oh. but yeah, does that makes sense. Namaste. And, oh. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but she like she's uh she's done all of Tony Robbins events and she's one of his senior leaders oh wow um so I think she's kind of taught me that philosophy which I think has helped me a lot kind of get over because I'm such an outcome driven person like yeah it's insane I think even knowing those kind of philosophies and everything that she's she's helped me kind of realize like that I really if you don't enjoy the journey then there's no point in going so I think yeah. that's helped a lot yeah absolutely so what advice would you give to parents that want to get their kids involved in entrepreneurship um well I think there's kind of you need to find a balance with making sure that you aren't doing it for them and letting them find their own voice, but also being involved to the point where they can feel like there's somebody in their corner. Yeah. People, a lot of parents like wouldn't really understand it. And I think that people, I'm so lucky that my parents understand it, but um, in funnels and things like that. But I think you need to take the initiative to get to know that kind of side of their world so then you can be supportive and in their corner because if there's somebody else, because if you don't, if they, if parents don't get what's going on, that's just another person that that kid can't really rely on for help. So I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, I have a lot of friends who like are my age or teenagers and they're entrepreneurs and their parents aren't entrepreneurial at all but they got into it and it's so interesting to see how much initiative they take like you said I think some of the most amazing people to study on this earth are kids that made it without their parents like oh yeah they're some of the most just driven and smart people in the world oh yeah and they've like people have so much grit and like Mm -hmm. I think that parents shouldn't be creating the business and like slapping the kid's name on it I think that's really yeah stupid, but that's a whole different topic um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that people should make sure that they're there and supportive yeah but not trying to take that away from somebody their kids yes exactly that's the word <laughs> yeah for sure what do you think separates you from the average kid your age honestly I'm not really sure. I think that I am, like, I think I'm pretty average. Like, I think that um, the one thing, though, that's helped me on this journey is, well, I think, A, the fact that I've found something that I I found a vehicle to make me help people. Mm -hmm. And I think most people don't know the vehicle that can get them where they want to go. So I think that's helped a lot. I think that um, having a supportive group of people like even everybody like my friends in the click funnels community my parents my friends outside of that community I think that's helped push me a lot and I think having like my parents be like wanting to help me through this gotcha um do you think you would be here if your parents didn't take you to unlock the or your mom didn't take you to unlock the secrets Without a doubt, no. No? Not at all. I probably would have still thought Russell Brunson was some dude with a manufacturing <laughs> plant in China. <laughs> That's I funny. Think, I don't think it needs to be, like, a giant event. I think that there just needs to be a spark. Like, I think everybody has a spark. It just pour some gasoline on it. Like, for goodness sake. 
just <laughs> that's hilarious yeah poor yeah no totally pour gasoline on it um I think I think going to unlock the secrets is kind of like my giant pool of gasoline basically yeah um I think going and seeing all of the entrepreneurial people and they were also supportive and like Russell Brunson breaking everything down. I think that that helped a lot. Um, I think I probably would have found something, but I think this is click funnels and that whole community has helped me a lot. Um, cause I always knew I was going to have a business, but I thought I was going to do it in like 20 years or something once I've graduated. Yeah. How would you suggest other kids lighting that spark? Like if other kids want to be an entrepreneur, but they don't have the opportunity to go to these big events or be around entrepreneurship in the same sense as you and I per se, um, how would you suggest them like pouring the gasoline on the spark? (laughs) I think you need to um, make sure that you're kind of being your own biggest supporter um, and making sure that you're believing in yourself and that you are pushing yourself to like grind and keep on doing what you're doing. And I think even if you can't go to events like that, just like using your resources, um, listening to podcasts, just even talking to people that you meet or watching like events like that that are live streamed or something. I think just use your, use your resources and make sure that you believe in yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Last question. If there was one piece of advice you could give to all the young people out there that Mm -hmm. um, hear that calling for something bigger in this world, what would it be? Uh, I've asked people this question, but I didn't realize that it was actually this hard. Um, (laughs) (laughs) People always are like, oh, that's a hard question. I'm like, I know. And it's like, now I really know. know. Yeah, there's so (laughs) many answers too. Oh, that's so hard. I think. if I could just have like a giant billboard that all of those people would see, I think it would say something around um, making sure that don't let anybody stop you. Like I know mm-hmm. society kind of wants everybody to like walk in a straight. So funny. In my elementary school, they're like, walk on the third tile and put your zero up. Oh my goodness. It was so weird. My mom, she came in once and she's like, what is this? Is this prison? Um, it's like, it's like programming you to follow a straight line. It's literally like putting a chip in somebody that's like taking out all their curiosity. And I think that making sure people retain that, like, don't lose your wonder for like life. Keep on, like, keep that spark until you can find your pool of gasoline, I guess. Yeah. Um, just make sure that like you believe in yourself and don't A, take your time for granted and B, make sure that you're like, make sure that you're like going out and not caring what anybody else is going to say and find your tribe of people. Yeah. Never losing your creativity and imagination. It's crazy. School's like, it's like they're putting like a spout in you. It's just like pouring out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fully believe (laughs) school's like, program us to to take the imagination and creativity and wonder out of our minds which is why I love being around kids so much is because they have so like they have such brilliant ideas oh yeah been numbed down 
like because of society yet yeah exactly like kids have so many great ideas they could be turned into amazing companies but school Mm -hmm. and everything else kind of tells you like no you have to wait until you have five years of experience and two marketing degrees I think that's even like that's something I really desperately want to change because I feel like people don't have an outlet to know how to take that idea and kind of put it into a company I think that's kind of the whole reason that I've been doing this course and that why I'm doing why I'm going to launch this podcast is kind of around that whole central message because people don't know how to do it but they have all the resources and tools and they most definitely could yeah and you know what's funny about all that because I hear that all the time like I'm just not qualified or I just don't know how to it's like I hate that Tony Robbins Tony Robbins is worth like 600 million now right doesn't even have a degree exactly and like oh he's so amazing it was so cool well this has been such an awesome and insightful interview is there anything you'd like to add um well thank you so much for having me this has been so fun I love kind of talking to kids with like the same sort of mindset as me I think that's that's just such a cool thing to have like yeah for sure people that think the same way you know what I mean yeah and I guess it's so inspiring and it is it's so cool yeah it's so great to be around people like you um where can people connect with you um well in about what day is today march i have no idea i think it's the the 10th 9th i guess yeah it's the 9th okay so i guess in about 20 days my podcast is gonna drop and it's gonna be called bright and that's kind of going towards like people helping kids know how to turn ideas into companies and then interviewing ceos and then i guess um you could totally dm me on instagram it's at k-a-t-h-r-y-n underscore page five um my facebook is just katherine page if you want if you have any questions or anything just dm me and i'd be really happy to answer that awesome perfect well thank you so much for doing this interview and thank you for having me i appreciate this this has been so awesome it's been so fun (laughs) 